Sound of Freedom is one of those films that can legitimately change this world. So we want to ignite a fire in audiences and open their eyes to the dark reality of millions of children that need our help. Let's make this film a historic event and the start the end of child trafficking. Theaters across this country are already selling out. Pre-order your tickets today and you can send the message that God's children are no longer for sale. Here it is, the Bako Tunes podcast with Matt Munoz. Audio brought to you by Chain Cone Clark. Hey, Bako Tunes podcast listeners. The following bonus episode features writer, musician, and my mental brew bandmate, Cesario Garasa, who stopped by to chat it up about one of our favorite things, movies. One thing about Cesario is that he can dissect any film you put in front of him, and he watches everything. He's done movie reviews in the past, but rarely does a polarizing film like Sound of Freedom come along. So, of course, we had to talk about it. As of this Bako Tunes episode drop, I have not seen the film yet. I'm sorry, but don't hate me or cast stones yet. I just haven't had the time. I will see it soon and have my own thoughts on it. But right now, here's Cesario's brief overview of the film starring Jim Caviezel, who most people refer to as the guy who played Jesus in The Passion of the Christ, as well as his own experience of seeing the film in the theater with a packed house. Yes, here you go. Enjoy. What was the last movie you saw? Because the theme of the show is like movies. Uh, the last movie I saw, the last movies I saw were Mission Impossible uh, on Thursday and Sound of Freedom last. Okay, let's two pick, nights ago. pick one that you want to talk about. Uh, well, Sound of Freedom that was an interesting <laughs> one. Yeah, for first of all, I, I went um, because I wanted to see what what it was. What all the rage was about. Yeah, I wanted to see just uh, the people that were detracting it, that the critics were talking about, and all the ones that are just kind of, you know, almost almost uh, compellingly, go see this movie. Yeah, okay, so the, the thing was Sound of Freedom. So, yeah, so Sound, Sound, of Freedom. Sound of Freedom, it's a movie with Jim Caviezel who played Jesus in the Passion, Passion of the Christ. Of the Christ yeah. And it's this movie about uh, human trafficking. Yes. And that, you know, that's all I'm going to tell you, but Cesario... Yes. Yeah, I'm sure everybody out there's probably come across it, uh, this movie, in their social media feeds because it's become like a topic of promotion, of debate, of this and that. Uh, oh yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. So break yeah, it down real yeah, quick. Yeah, there wasn't. There was for a while. It was almost impossible to go through social media and see a, a post about a movie like Oppenheimer and Barbie, which are out today. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> and Barbenheimer is a real thing. <laughs> and, but you know, without somebody, I'm gonna see Barbie. I, I'm gonna see both. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna see both. I'll probably see both the same day. But well, uh, Sound of Freedom. What's this? So yeah, yeah. But but the but, Sound of Freedom, Barbieheimer. Yeah, All right. But but like with any 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 post about those movies or any other movies would eventually get hijacked by somebody going Sound of Freedom, best movie in 2023. Oh, yeah. So I had to see this movie, and uh, it's as a movie. First of all, a little background. It was made five years ago. Its release was delayed. It's been out now, supposedly under a limited release. They said two months in the movie itself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. It's making too much money. But, I mean, the, the theater that I went to was completely packed, and I'll say and I'll tell you why in just a little bit. Uh, as a movie itself, it's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's um, 
I think it fetishizes the 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 abuse that these kids are going into, and it's disgusting because there's no more sympathetic uh, a victim than these kids that are in these movies, or just yeah. In general. If, you, if you're gonna do a movie about uh, kids being abused, automatically it's just like oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and it's just like you know, you know it's like. Yeah, these poor. So, but anyways, what ends up happening is is that they linger on the before, and you know it, they'll show like the poor kid on the bed and just crying, and then some drunk guy walking in with a bottle of booze, and then he comes up and he's all eh, lecherous, and he holds the the kid's face in his hand, and he's just looking, and the little kid's just looking destroyed, and just like oh distraught, and they close the curtains, and you your imagination takes care of the rest uh-huh. of it, and they do this you know a couple times in the movie, they they show reactions scenes of people watching these things and it's it's horrible. so it's like there's a multiple stories is it, is yeah. it focused on two particular kids it, or? yeah it's, it's focused on two particular kids mm-hmm. that were kidnapped from their dad in, in honduras mm-hmm. and uh the lead character that that jim cavizio plays he's uh, he works for the for the government and mm-hmm. he's been he's tasked himself to uh to be like a go rescue kids yes absolutely so and he goes to honduras he, well actually he goes to colombia and all these different mm-hmm. places but I don't really want to say too much about what the movie does or is. Yeah. It's supposedly it's a based on a true. It's based on a true story, but the, I don't know how much of the details of the movie. Are. So it's like Flaming Hot. It's exactly <laughs> that's exactly the movie that came into mind because it's like you watch this. You watch, I watched Flaming Hot too, mm-hmm. and it, a lot of it you can tell like it's been done for the movies just to kind of yeah. like do for the movies. So a lot of the details and the, just like with Flaming Hot with the the contradictions of well he didn't really invent that. Mm-hmm. The, some of the detail, a lot of the details that. Jim Caviezel's character did he done have also been kind of contradicted as well Tim Ballard's his name mm-hmm. uh, th- there's the character he plays and he's a, he's a real person a former government agent and so some of the statistics that they put at the end for the Polaris project mm-hmm. that the numbers that they, they have on angels.com uh, which is the, the movie studio that did it uh, are, are kind of you have to like look a little bit more to see in context just to see how accurate they are, which is a terrible thing to say because you just want to be able to go, this is this is true, this is what yeah. happened, and this, but, and this is how you can help. Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing is, this is what got me and that I didn't really like and left me with a bad taste in my mouth, is that the movie as a movie is fine. If it would have ended, I would have felt like. I saw a good movie. It was yeah. not a, not a great movie. It sounds like something that, like, if it was on Netflix and it, you saw it, like, at number one. Yeah, yeah, you, I'd watch it because why is it number one? It's probably pretty good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like and it's got the guy who played Jesus. Exactly. And so, speaking of Cavizio came in during the, uh, the there the, when you're watching the end credits that there's a sign on the screen that says. Uh, stay for a message, or it says a message from Jim Caviezel starting in, and then the countdown starts. And then does he look like Jesus? No, he's got the blonde hair. He's <laughs> actually know. he kind of oh, looks is he, like is he blonde? No, the bleach blonde it for the movie. He kind of oh, looks like Bre- he, so he's based on a real character. Okay, yes. I got you. So he he looks like the like Jim. Uh, mm-hmm. So anyways. Um, <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> Tim Ballard. I was going to So, anyways, he goes on screen and he s- starts talking to the audience and he says, "Thank you for watching the movie. If you feel a little bad or a little sad or a little disappoint, uh, you know, all these things, it's completely understandable." But he there's he comes with a couple of quotes. He said he quotes that the truth that Steve Jobs said the most important people in the world are the storytellers, and. He, and he says that the, the that what they want to do is they want to tell this story to help, you know, with this problem of worldwide mm-hmm. sex trafficking and these kids being and the people being kidnapped and everything else. But the way that they suggest you do it is to 
buy tickets to the movie and pay it forward. So they actually ask you to, to take your camera out and, and you know, there's a QR code on the screen and you can buy tickets from the angels.com, mm-hmm. which is angelstudios.com website, uh, and pay $15 for one or pay for two tickets or three or 10 or 30 or however many you want. So they can pay it forward to anybody that wants to, to see the movie can do it. But there is really no information unless you really start going into the website about mm-hmm. Actual organizations you can send money to. They actually say on the website they don't endorse any specific or particular organization. Then that people should be encouraged to look up on their own and do it. I'm going. Wait a minute. You know, watching traffic didn't help me uh, outside of awareness of what it was like from the perspective of these three fictional characters. Didn't really help. You know, with the drug trade that was happening in the United States, yeah. just as much as me watching this movie with its own questionable stats, which I feel bad even saying are questionable, you know, especially after doing a little bit of research after the movie, because it's like whenever you see these these numbers, your initial uh, my initial reaction is, wait, are these real? Is that for real? Because I just again, with it's like they're they're telling you right off the bat the storyteller is the most important person they're telling you a story the same way that Flame and Hot's telling you a story they're telling a story from the point of view of one character and that's it yeah. so you're not getting like this really fleshed out kind of like g- big picture kind of thing you're seeing this exploitation movie uh, tell you that this is trying to act like if it's a grand sense of document like this grand sense of drama like it's the final word yeah. on what's actually happening and the only way or the best way that we can do to help this particular problem is to see the movie yeah. and have <laughs> other people see the movie and I'm like no <laughs> well when you tell me like everybody has to put up the, as if going to the movies and, and trying to not deal with people the glare off of people's phones yeah. and then all together let's all raise our phones together <laughs> yeah well, <and laughs> they finally just surrendered everybody put absolutely. your phone up and you know, and, you know and, and I'll tell you I'll tell you the the for the whole QAnon thing and everything else like that that's that was kind of globbed onto it yeah and like I said it's I I, I think a lot of the people in the, that were watching the movie for they because they applauded it uh-huh. at the at the end of the message there was a huge reaction a huge applause and nobody in that theater would go in there thinking oh I don't want to do anything about this I was not affected by mm-hmm. the reality of what this actually is but. I think the part that gets me the most just kind of disappointed is that just how politicized it's become and how mm-hmm. you did this these conspiracy theories and just this just this you know peripheral nonsense has been globbed onto this and made into like like it's almost like an ethical thing for you not to say anything about this movie or to just accept the movie or or we must do something for the yeah. kids Yes, obviously, yeah. let's do something for the kids. But watching a movie and, and then buying tickets for other people to watch the movie, all it's doing is raising awareness of it, which is good mm-hmm. in and of itself. But it's it's a false sense of of doing something, you know. And at the same time, the movie itself, I don't know how much of the mo- of the money from the studio is actually going mm-hmm. towards, you know, actual organizations. That'd be good to know. That's another thing to research. But saying how much know, is admin costs, as yeah, they say, yeah, and exactly. then actually going to uh, whoever whoever's it, it, going to risk their life, you know, exactly. who are the mercenaries go yeah, how much into exactly Honduras. exactly. And it's you know, because coming on the heels of like we, uh, you've got Flame and Hot and and Sound of Freedom. By the way, the actual Sound of Freedom is spoiler alert. 
Oh. <laughs> That's the sound of freedom, which to me sounds, it's, it's Queen, We Will Rock Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Which okay. is the first thing I thought of. And again, it's like I'm watching this movie and I feel like a terrible person because I'm like going, when you have this the this theme of a movie, it also makes it to where disingenuous people can criticize other mm-hmm. people like, oh, you don't like Sound of Freedom? Well, something must be wrong with you. Oh. You know, insinuation <laughs> behind that kind of stuff. You know, and all that. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so thank you, Cesario Grassa. Yes. Columnist, musician, uh, columnist of the Bakersfield Californian. Go, don't forget to go to Bakersfield.com right now. Look up the lowdown. The anniversary <laughs> of Heather's. On July uh, 30th at 4 o'clock at Edward Cinema. A Barbie and Oppenheimer out today. Day. Or go see Sound of Freedom. Or see Sound of Freedom and see If you want to feel bad, you, you know. <laughs> and you will, and it'll affect you. You will be affected, yeah. but the acting is very, very good, especially, yeah. I especially the kids. And you yeah. know, go watch it. But I will say this. The theater was packed. So buy your tickets in advance if you want to see this movie to see what it's all about. Um, and yeah. That's it. That's all right. It. Okay, thanks, Cesario. The Baco Tunes podcast with Matt Munoz. New episodes every week. And for the latest, be sure to follow us at Baco Tunes on Instagram and Twitter. That's B A K O T U N E S. And be sure to like us, rate us, comment at us, and don't forget to subscribe. We'll be back next time.